0: You've entered the right spot. This is the Invest Well Podcast with Michael D. Wall. Boy, so serious there, Randy. We're going to (laughs) lighten up the mood. I mean, money is is,
1: serious, Michael. Come on now.
0: You got to have fun. You got to have fun. Yeah, you're right. Well, listen, I'm excited for this show. We're going to share with you this show uh, really about ways you can think differently to help your investments. Boy, there's so many things out there. So many people talking about how you should invest, so many ideas of what you should do, even expectations and intuition and thoughts from a lot of the big houses with all these projections. And a lot of times they're wrong, mm-hmm. Randy. They're wrong. It's like me projecting
1: how many uh, Twinkies you're going to buy at the grocery store. I never get that one right. You cannot you cannot uh, estimate that. that is, it's, there's no math for that. No formula, no algorithm can find that. No, you can't find it. That's exactly <laughs> right. All right, so let's start out. I know we got a little clip. I'm excited
0: to share yeah. this. If you've ever watched Pawn Stars back in the day, and they still have it out now, mm-hmm. chumney Lee, not Chumney, Lee, mm-hmm. you'll know, uh, he shared some
1: insight on how to invest your money and well, how to grow your money. He went to a financial advisor, they brought the cameras along, and this is what happened. <laughs> so what do you know about investing? I pretty much need to take what I have and flip it a couple of times, and then bubble it up and do the double bubble, you know what I mean? <laughs> flip it a couple of times and just keep doubling it, like... Tell it's yeah. just, you know, like a million bucks or something. Unfortunately, that's an unrealistic expectation. There you go. You got to double it. You got to <laughs> flip it. You got to bubble it up, and then it becomes a million dollars. It's as simple as that, Michael. It's easy. The Chumley oh, way of the investing. The Chumley way.
0: Well, it is interesting, you know, and, it's, that's, and that's why, obviously, this show, we're talking about the idea of having a well-designed plan because, you know, when you get the right plan in place, you're literally going to be in a place where you're going to have a better chance of getting where you want to go. It's like the old saying, Randy... If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every, every time. single time, yep. right? That's right. Aim at nothing, you hit it every single time. And so uh, you want to increase your probability of success in, in the future. One of the ways that that can happen is to create a financial plan. So let's take a few minutes and talk about that. And then we're going to talk about some buyer beware stuff, buyer beware stuff later uh, with projections and things you want to kind of stay away from because it's, it's important and you need to understand also thinking outside the box. So when you create a plan, what are some things that you need to evaluate? Well, the first thing you need to evaluate really is where you are in life, what stage of life you are in. If you're listening to this and you're younger and you're accumulating and you're building wealth, you know part of your plan is going to be realistically incorporating a model of how much money you are willing to save every month, right? Getting in the habit of saving money. Not necessarily in where it's going to be invested right away, even though that's important, just getting in the habit of saving money. And that's that's key. That's crucial. So start that habit. And with your financial plan, you can talk about, okay, I'm going I'm to focus on saving X amount per month, whatever number that is, and get serious with it. If you're older and you're in the retirement stage of life or soon going to be retired, now your plan obviously is, is completely different because uh, you're in a place or you should be in a place where you've accumulated a fair amount of wealth You know, a lot of the families that we have helped over the years in our companies, Wall Private Wealth and Wall Wealth Management, uh, when they connect with us, they have, you know, millions of dollars or more. And so now in that scenario, what we got to do is we got to create a plan that's wrapped around protecting the money, growing the money reasonably, reducing taxes on the money, creating legacy planning around the money, talking about income planning on the money, talking about, you know, gifting and charities along the way, mitigating risks like long term care and. Uh, lawsuits, God forbid, and different things like that. So it's much more exhaustive and comprehensive in the retirement stage of life. But we have to start with a
1: plan, Randy. That's the key. Well, Chumley obviously was focused on one thing and one thing only, and that was growth. I want to double it. I want to bubble it. I want to flip it. I want to make a million dollars. But he's younger, so you're right. He's the guy who's focused on probably more risk and more market.
0: Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with risk and market as long as it's quantified in the plan. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's really the key. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, is you get a lot of these projections. You know, you've seen it over the years, these projections from these companies. And I know, Randy, there's some there's some data that we looked at a little while back. I thought this was really interesting. A little dating here. This is back at the World Cup. You know, obviously, World Cup's over. Uh, but back when the World Cup was happening, soccer, there was some big companies like UBS and uh, Goldman Sachs that did some research. And this was in Business Insider. So if you want to check that out. You can go to businessinsider.com, and the uh, article is called Who Will Win the World Cup? But what's interesting is, you know, a lot of times these advisors that people will meet, Randy, is they have these projections. Mm -hmm. You've seen this before. Sure. You know, it's like you hitting the ball off the tee. What is the probability (laughs) of that ball landing in the fairway? (laughs) Actually, not bad these days. <laughs> that exactly the, you're, you're out playing golf. I mean, you've you doubt it in with your driver. I like that. Right. I, I like that. So, you know, same way we're, we're in a situation where there's probability statistics and Monte Carlo analysis that shows people, hey, here's your probability of being successful in retirement. Here's here's the probability of you running out of money. Here's the probability of whatever. And folks have seen, you know, as you're listening to this, you've probably seen these types of projections uh, from different companies over the years. You know, they're running all these analysis and predictions. But the question is, how comfortable are we with that analysis? And how comfortable are we in, in counting on the fact that they're going to be there for us? And and that's why I thought this article was interesting, Randy. It was talking about UBS, which everybody knows who UBS is. And again, this this is in Business Insider So, uh, .com. so UBS ran 10,000 simulations. Now, this, these were all simulations at the beginning, projecting who they thought would win the World Cup. So, you know, they thought, hey, we run analysis on all these other things. Let's run simulations and analysis on who we think is going to win the World Cup. Well, UBS ran over 10,000 simulations, and they forecasted that Germany was going to win the World Cup. Uh Goldman Sachs, pretty pretty popular name. You've heard that name before. Goldman Sachs actually ran a million, one million simulations, and, and they predicted that Brazil... Was going to be champions. Now, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. We're in a place where the World Cup's happened. We already know neither of those teams won, and they did these projections before this whole World Cup process went went on.
1: But ne- neither one of those teams even made it to the semifinals. So, yeah, <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> it's like uh, wait a minute, guys. So, so, so both companies together ran a million ten thousand simulations. These are the same companies that ran run simulations on financial forecasts, right? Right? I mean, what, what, what should we expect in the markets in the future? <laughs> and they're saying, oh, we think Germany's going to win. Oh, we think uh, Brazil's going to win. And like you said, they didn't even make it to the semifinals.
1: Right.
0: So it's like, you know, when they're, when they're talking about making simulations or, or, or making predictions, or you hear all these predictions on CNBC or Fox or Bloomberg or whatever it is, it's, it's all they are. They're educated guesses. There's no guarantee. And that's exactly why we really need to have a financial plan. And I wanted to bring this clip in, uh, Randy. we got this queued up with Ron Swanson. This is the idea of thinking outside the box to create greater
1: success. Behold, the Swanson Pyramid of Greatness. I've been developing the Swanson Pyramid of Greatness for years. It's a perfectly calibrated recipe for maximum personal achievement. Categories include capitalism, God's way of determining who is smart and who is poor. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more to that, but yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> that was that was. I thought that was pretty. That
0: was pretty good. So you you got to think outside the box, and that's why you know one of the things that we talk about a lot, Randy, is the idea of thinking differently. And you know, a lot of these large companies. They've been in a situation where they have marketed and marketed and marketed and marketed for years and years and years and years to you, the consumer. You're out there. You're listening to this show. You've been marketed to for years and years and years and years and years. And you're believing that this is the only way to slice bread, what all of these companies are sharing, these large companies are sharing. And what's happening is a lot of folks out there are getting frustrated with the result and some of the things that they're seeing from a lot of these big house firms, these big name firms. Well, the reason is, is because it's not a tailored fit a lot of times. Not every time, but most of the time it's not a, ta- a tailored fit. We see folks all the time Well, they'll come into the office and they just want a second opinion. And, you know, we sit down and, and they don't really know why they have the investments that they have. Or, you know, they lost a bunch of money in 2008. They lost a bunch of money in 2018. And like, oh, we just don't want to repeat that again. And more importantly, they don't even have a real specific plan. Well, that's important. Just like you go and... Uh, golf and radio, anything
1: we do, we got to have a plan. That's right. Well, you know, I was thinking about it. We're around Valentine's Day right now. And if you yep. were to walk into a jewelry store and you would say, how much, the guy says, how much do you have to spend on a ring? And you say, well, I have $5,000 to spend on a ring. And he would bring you to a case and say, this is what you have to choose from. If you went and said, I have $25,000 to spend, he would take you to another place, probably in the back room, and show you what you have to choose from. If you go into a financial advisor and you have a million dollars, you shouldn't be looking at you and say, this is where we put the million dollar people. If you have five million dollars, this is where we put the five million dollar people. That is not what it should be in financial services. Everything should be available to you. The, The strategies of very wealthy people and the strategies on down, and you should not accept a cookie cutter type of a plan.
0: Well, that's right. I mean, it can't be cookie cutter It's got to be tailored. So here's, here's key point as you're listening to this show. Key point is, number one, is that you got to have a clear plan. That's number one, because you need to have some goals. That's going to require some thought. That's going to require sitting down. Uh, maybe you can sit down and create this on your own. If you can't, you know, you want to sit down with a professional that is uh, used to creating financial plans and clear plans on a regular basis to help you walk through this process. So number one is get the plan in place. Number two... Make sure that the plan that you're getting created is tailored to you, right? Make sure it's tailored to you. Make sure that you're in a place where you have access and and you're working with a company that has the ability to create and do pretty much everything. You know, one of the things that I had a conversation with the team about the other week, Randy, is the fact that we have a structure using the Clarify system, as I'm also the executive vice president of the high net worth division there, it gives us the ability to literally use any custodian, almost any custodian that exists out there today. So if somebody wants to use Schwab, we can use Schwab. Somebody wants to use Fidelity, we can use Fidelity. Somebody wants to use TD, mm-hmm. we can use TD. Somebody wants to use different insurance companies, we can use them. We can use a variety of different things, and it gives us the ability to do do a couple things. Number one, it gives us the ability to have more flexibility, and we're not owned by any one company. I'm not an employee of any one company, per se, having to use this particular platform. The other thing that it does is it, it puts another layer of protection out there for the investor. And that's important. You always want to use a third-party custodian in the process. But creating that plan and an effective plan is going to discuss what are the strategies realistically to protect the wealth. What are you, what are you physically going to do that's going to include some off-market investing? That's going to include investments that are not, you know, participating in the day-to-day ebbs and flows of the stock market. That's going to include where are you taking your income from and how? You know, unfortunately, in the past, a lot of times people would just be like, hey, you know, save your money. You got two, three, five, 10, 20 million, 50 million, whatever the number is. And we'll just average X amount per year, and then we'll take a little bit of income from that. And that's how, how they do it. Instead of compartmentalizing the portfolio and really creating a plan around saying, okay, this 20% of the portfolio or this 30% of the portfolio is designed specifically to create income from. This is our income generating portion of the portfolio. And then these other pieces of the portfolio are designed this one's designed for growth, this one's designed for legacy planning, this one's designed. So you want to think about all of that instead of just putting your your monies in a basket and saying, okay, we'll just take income from it all. That is not the most efficient way to do it. The last thing, Randy, that I'll say when it comes to an efficient plan is you must focus on tax planning. Absolutely crucial. It's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. Yeah, you got to keep the money, that's the key. So I know in our firms, we do a lot of advanced tax planning. We've got some ball players, professional ball players we've worked with as well that have high incomes that we've done some tax planning for them and saved them a lot of hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. Uh, very, very important. You got to do that tax planning. So that's all something that we want to be discussing. And then ancillarial stuff like, you know, God forbid long-term care or uh, legacy or lawsuits and all of those other things that I mentioned, that all has to be incorporated in the plan and thought through in the beginning instead of just saying, well, we'll just start investing somewhere and see how it all works out. And if we do it over time, we should be fine, which is unfortunately, you know, it's like going out in the boat and um, not setting any course of direction. I mean, can you imagine if you were on a cruise ship and um, the, the captain of the cruise ship said, hey, guys, we're getting ready to go on our seven-day cruise. It's going to be amazing, and then he put no coordinates in or set no direction to where the ship was supposed to go, and he said, we're just going to run the engines, turn them on, and uh, I'm just going to sit here by the wheel, have some gla- have some
1: wine, and uh, let the boat go wherever it goes. Uh, yeah, you'll get, that'll be the cruise to nowhere is where that is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's going to be a problem, but unfortunately that's what a lot of people do. And in fact, even a lot of financial firms do because it's too, it's a lot of work to sit down and really create an in-depth tailored plan. So anyways, there's our show for the day. The importance of creating a tailored plan, a, a, an in-depth specific financial plan specifically for you to help you invest well, to help you improve your wealth. If you've got questions about what should you do now, where should you go, how can you get more information, you can always head over to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. You'll you'll learn more about some of our financial firms is there. But there's a lot of resources there. There's a lot of videos that I've done uh, going over a variety of different things. In fact, there's a video right on the homepage talking about avoiding financial salesmen. So how do you avoid financial salesmen? How do you understand the difference of advisor to advisor to firm to firm? Uh, There's some Forbes articles that we have there, and and you can always as well pick up a copy of our best-selling book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It's all about getting better education, making better decisions
1: so you can ultimately have better results. So Randy, I'll give you the last word. I just think it's, uh, it's good to expect more from your financial advisor. Take them to task. You should have a relationship there and you should be able to ask some very pointed questions and get good answers. And if you're not getting them, It's time to shop around. It's time to put somebody else in your corner who you really have some confidence in.
0: Yep, so get yourself educated, do what you need to do, and uh, you'll make better decisions, ultimately have better results, and arrive where you need to be. So here's to uh, living well and uh, living on purpose. Obviously, that all starts with investing well in the beginning, so make wise choices, add value to others, and let's all be about planting shade trees under which we will never sit. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next show.
1: Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please call 888-511-9255. Wall Private Wealth is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN Insurance License Number 7330010.